I do sincerely want to say thank you. I mentioned he, he knows this. We talked to him last week when he sent when he sent it to us. I wanted to tell him thank you over the air, uh, man. That was completely unprovoked. You did that all on your own. We didn't ask you for it, and you really blessed us both. I, I'm, I'm not even. I wasn't playing when I when I tweeted it out. I really did cry a little bit. It was. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was good stuff. It, it, it really was good stuff. And then uh, all our all, all of our listeners. Uh, he has something in special in store for you as well as he uh, has helped design a card for us to give away yes. at the National uh, with, with autograph spots on it if you want us to sign it for you. so. Uh, but if you don't want us to ruin it, that's cool. Yeah, that's either cool way, too. Yeah. Either way. We, we will be there, though, with markers in hand, <laughs> just just waiting for the, for that to happen. But, oh, man, it was it's such a great intro. Uh, I, he, he mentioned that somebody helped him with it. Uh, a, a radio guy up in New York, and I, I don't know his name, so I want to thank him properly. But um, Chris can probably help us out with that. But just it was such a such an amazing blessing because it was completely unprovoked, and we just got a call one day at lunch. Hey guys, check this out! And yeah, man, that was a good speaker. That's good when you had the yeah, speakerphone call, exactly. man. That was a great speakerphone call. It, it really sure. was. It really was. So want uh, to want to thank him one more time for that, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy. That'll be our intro for uh, the next. Well, that's for the foreseeable future. Forever, ever. Forever, ever, ever, unless someone, unless he changes it up a little bit. Man, we are getting close to the National. We're just a few weeks out. It's, uh, what is it? It's Thursday the 6th today. 20 days. So 20 days away. 20 days. Uh, you and I will be landing in Chicago at the butt crack of dawn. Uh, Poor Chicago. <laughs> Poor Chicago. <laughs> going straight from the airport to the show. And uh, we have some things lined up for that first day at 2 o'clock. You and I will be on with Rob and Ivan from on from the main stage. Yeah, man. Uh, Go GTS Live. Uh, you and I will be there uh, on their show with them. That'll be fun. Chris is going to have us over at the Break Pavilion as we're, uh, we're breaking cards uh, with them, trying to get all those monsters and fat guys uh, on the same same stage together. Might be a little problematic. Sorry, I, I heard that they were able to get some reinforcements. They got the reinforcements. They got the reinforcements. They got the reinforcements. Yeah, That's awesome. Did. So that's all happening. But uh, as we're counting down to the national, we have a Chicago-centric show for you today because ESPN 1000's uh, Tom Morgan is going to join us on the show a little bit later. And we're talking 
Well, Tom's he's been a collector in the hobby for for a while, for long, and um, he he knows his stuff. But uh, he's so he's going to talk a little bit about a shop, and he's going to talk a little bit about his radio show, and talk about Chicago. What to what to go check out in Chicago for you first timers there uh, outside of the national. Um, and he's got a free gift for you. Yeah, he's got a free gift for you. That's amazing. It yeah. really is a man. I want I want to do it. Absolutely, <laughs> I want to do it. So uh, make sure you check that interview out. That's our our lone interview this week. Uh, as we, get, we as we're gonna open up the Beckett Radio mailbag, mailbag, and get into some of that shenanigans. And speaking of shenanigans, there's the huge story that we have to at least address um, with the auto pit. Yeah, I mean you can say that. I mean that's why we're bringing markers to the show with us to sign our. Yeah, we're just gonna be real yeah. on like uh, on you know, on point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk about the Dak uh, Panini um, fiasco. Um, we're going to approach it, though, in a way that is responsible because we have to. We have to. We have to, do, we have to be responsible in, in what we're, we're uh, talking about here. Uh, again, Paul and I know that we're not the voice of the community. We're not you know, the end-all, be-all, but we do have a voice. And where some people have just jumped off the deep end, it seems – it, it seems it does you know uh, I don't think that we can do that I don't, I don't think it's I don't think it's fair Mm-mm. to any of the parties involved and we're not involved so right but uh, we at least have to do it responsibly so we're going to attempt to do that and uh, we're gonna react to some of your comments about it because those are the best so far. I can't wait and just so you guys know I haven't looked at any of them yeah so this so. is gonna be all all new to me so. okay Eric is going to uh, read them for the first time, and we're going to go from there. Um, if you've been if you've been living under a rock, uh, just be prepared for the next couple of segments because it's going to be fun. All right, uh, before we do all that though, we got to get into new products and new pricing. Paul tells me again, it's a light week. Is, this, light, is this, this because the Nationals coming up? I think up? it is. Okay. I think it is. I think people are just kind of putting a product here, product there, you know, kind of gearing up for their, their national specials that they're going to do and the releases and things like that. Um, but I got to tell you, this is my favorite product that's coming out this week. What is it? And I can sum it up in one word. Okay. Kaboom! Kaboom. Kaboom. That was loud. I'm sorry. 2016, <laughs> 17 Excalibur basketball from Panini. Is this retail again, or is it? No, I don't think it's retail. No, okay, it so looks like it's a hobby product from what I saw. Okay. Um, ninety-five a box, twenty packs, eight cards per pack. Oh, they completely changed the format. Two autos, one mem, and of course your case hits are your kabooms. Your kabooms. Um, back with an all new design. Looks pretty sharp. Um, and I get excited about it. I love those cards. I think they're cool. And uh, the only, it's like it's like a double-edged sword because I love them, but you get them one per case, so you don't see a whole lot of them. You know what sure. I mean? So it's kind of like I almost wish it was like a little ten-card insert set that you got every couple packs, but mm. it's not. But um, it's this good is stuff, sixteen, though. seventeen. You said yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. So I, I was getting ahead of myself thinking seventeen, sixteen, or seventeen, eighteen. Right. Wow, I can math. Um, yeah. Just I was thinking, wow, that kabooms with uh, you know Lonzo Ball on it, so. But that'll be next year. That'll be next year. That'll so be next year. I didn't actually look at the checklist. I'm not sure what rookies they put on there, but I'm sure they, they threw a few on there. Sure, sure. I have no new pricing at all. Nothing? Nothing at all. Ultimate came out. Ultimate Hockey came out last week, and so that'll hopefully be priced by the next time we do a show. But Okay. Uh, no new pricing at all. Sorry, guys. It's okay. Maybe you're just It's not that we're not working on stuff. Yeah. We're, just we're, a lot of the stuff that's come out lately just 
Hasn't been a lot of sales. Again, I think there's just a lot of, uh, it's usually a slow time in the market with people getting ready for the national. So oh, yeah. I think when, I think when, you know, once we get through that at the end of the month, you'll really see things pick up again. I in, think so too. In August. I think so too. So um, before we move on and get on with our interview uh, with Tom, I want to talk about, some, I don't know if you saw this or not, so I want to talk about it and maybe get some of your reaction to it. Facebook is getting into the video content like they want to be your Netflix or your your Hulu or something like that. So they're 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 starting to produce original video content. Okay. Okay. So they have two shows. Okay. One of them I, and I forget the name of it off the top of my head is starring Mike Mike Rowe. You know who Mike Rowe was? He did Dirty Jobs and uh Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah so yeah, it's yeah. starting I forget the name of it and you know anything with Mike Rowe in it it's pretty entertaining. Yeah, if nothing else, yeah, you're yeah. right. So there's that one, and I'm sorry that I forget the name. The second one is the one that is piquing my interest. Okay. It's um, it's gonna be a re- a reality show. I believe I'll believe that until Facebook uh, reality <laughs> show. Yeah, hmm. I'll believe That's that been until going I, on for about <laughs> twelve years now, hasn't right? It? <laughs> I'll believe it's a reality show as soon as I, you know. See, see him reading the script off off screen. It'll be it'll be a complete different story though. So it's a it's a ball family show. All right, they're taking the balls, uh, and producing a, a reality TV. You know, it's yet to be named, but it's going to be revolving around the life of of, of Lavar and his kids. So that's. I coming. wish the people could just see me shaking my head right yeah, now. Yeah, the, the the complete look of disappointment on your face right now is uh, one that I, I agree with. But since it's not been named, I thought this would be a good opportunity for us. To name it. To name the show. Wow. Ball in the family. Ball in the family. I like that one. That's good. Dropping the ball. Dropping the balls deep. There you go. Um, man. So many, so many to do. Yeah. Very few PG ones. Balls in your court. Oh. Yeah. Actually, it's in the Lakers court. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, the whole balls in Hollywood. <laughs> balls in Hollywood. Uh, little balling. There you go. Balling. There you go. I'm better than Jordan. <laughs> Just call it that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like ball in the family. Yeah, I like that. I like ball. I mean, that's it's an good. old reference, but. It is. It is. If you're our age, I guess you understand it. A little bit. Uh, <sighs> um. Saved by the balls. Saved by the balls. Yeah, there you that. go. I like we that. Do that. <laughs> All right, we're moving. We gotta move. We gotta on move on. That. We gotta move on. <laughs> All from right, that. so that's coming up, man. Uh, let us know your names for the tweet at us. Tell us uh, what you think the 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 new ball show on Facebook should be called. I'm I'm sure that the it could be called the end of Facebook. Yeah, that's it could what be. they probably should call it. It really could be <laughs> the beginning of the end. But then again, you know what? People are gonna watch it. They are. I mean, it's like the Kardashians. Yeah. You know? Speaking of Kardashians, I know you, did, you probably didn't see everything that happened with that yesterday on Twitter, but that was a fiasco in and of itself. That that word is a fiasco. Yeah, so. that kind of took over took over the internet, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna promote it, but it was very funny. So <laughs> you guys go check it out if you want to. Just uh, search Black China and Rob Kardashian and figure that out for yourself. Hello. All right, uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be back with Tom Morgan on the phone. Man, this was a great interview. We, we just did it just a couple minutes ago. Um, 
a lot of information there going on. He's, he's got a nice shop in, uh, up in Naperville. He wants you to go check it out. Please do so. If you're in the Chicago area uh, if, for visiting for the National, he gives you some uh, travel tips, some places to eat. Yep. And then, again, like Paul mentioned, he's got a great giveaway for you, and it's free. All you got to do is tell him that, what, what you need, and uh, he will hook you up. Perfect. Perfect. All right, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Tom Morgan. This is Rob Bertrand with GoGTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break, and uh, joining us on the phone now is our lone interview guest for this week, but he's a, he's a great one. He's a Chicago native uh, hanging out there in the Chi-Town, the Windy City, and the Nationals going to be in his backyard. So I wanted to get him on the phone and talk about how he feels about Chicago, you know, his shop in Chicago, first of all, his radio show on ESPN Chicago, and then what he thinks about the National being in his backyard. Uh, Tom Morgan on the phone with us. How are you doing this morning, Tom? Hey, doing great. Thanks for having me on as a guest, guys. We really appreciate it, man. Yeah, for sure, man. And I'm, I, I got to say up front, I'm jealous because I wish the National <laughs> was in my backyard. Yeah, man. <laughs> I yeah. do, man. That would be awesome. That would be so Brings good. Brings in a lot of people, that's for sure. Definitely, definitely does that. So uh, before we get started into the, into the meat of our questions, Tom, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how long you've been in the hobby and, uh, and who you are? Okay, well, as far as being in the hobby, I probably started in the hobby before I knew there was a hobby when I was a kid. <laughs> we used to go to my grandma's house, my brother and I and my sister, actually, my, and uh, we'd play baseball there in the summer with our the next-door neighbor, and we'd usually get a quarter and go down to this one candy shop and get, like, five packs of cards. And it was like, oh, man, this is awesome. I remember that the kid next door to my grandma's house showing me like a box full of 1961 tops cards. And I'm like, Whoa, how did you get all these cards? And I remember seeing a Hank Aaron card and thinking, wow, this is cool. Now my, you always hear guys say, who would have ever thought these cards would be worth anything. My grandma used to say all the time, now hang on to these cards. They might be worth something someday. But what she didn't say was you should keep these cards in good condition, too. <laughs> she was half <laughs> right. On my wall here at, at Triple Crown in Naperville, I have an Ernie Banks card from 1966 with a big crease in the middle and that I had written good man on at the top <laughs> back at the time. <laughs> That's so funny. That's awesome. She had the foresight, just not all the information. Just not all the yeah, information. Yeah, didn't, didn't quite get the whole deal, but at least we saved a bunch of, of our cards from when we were kids. Some of them got tossed, but we did save a bunch of them. That's cool, because usually you hear they had nothing. You know, right, they usually they get nothing. wiped out, so that's cool that you had Oh, I hear those stories every day, people coming in here that, uh, oh, man, they either went away to school or they went into the service and, you know, their boxes of cards got thrown out and they have, the, like, the saddest looks on their face. I'm always like, well, did you play with them a lot? Maybe they weren't in that good of shape. You know, maybe they weren't worth that much. And, <laughs> there you go. Always trying to make them feel a little bit better. <laughs> That's yeah. good stuff. Now, you mentioned you had an Ernie Banks card up there. Is that Are you a Cubs fan? Do you, do you PC the Cubs, or, or what do you like well, to collect? I actually am a Chicago collector. I collect all kinds of all the Chicago teams. Okay. And uh, what I'm really working on right now is a little bit separate from that. I'm collecting the top 50 NBA autographs of all the guys. Um, 
you know, so I've got a nice Jordan. I've got a Barkley rookie signed. I've got a Russell Chamberlain double signed 16 by 20. But I still need a, maybe five more, something like that. I actually got as a gift from some of the guys that come in here a couple of years ago, which was incredible, uh, Maravich cut signature. Well, it, it was a, a check, but, it, you know, I thought I'm never going to get a Maravich, and then they – chipped in for my birthday and got it for him. It was like, I, I couldn't believe it. It was awesome. That's good. That's that's good that you have a nice uh, customer base like that that'll, you guys come into your shop and uh, help you out like that. Now, you've had a shop since 1988. Is that correct, sir? Yeah, I started business in 88 and opened a full-time shop the end of 89. Oh, there you go. So, so basically in another century. <laughs> in <a> whole, <laughs> that's right. Um, you, you guys are, are doing great things up there. You're in Naperville, right? Yes, yeah, okay. western suburb of Chicago. All right, and you guys have a big Saturday morning trade day. Tell us about what that is. Saturday morning trade day, is hard. it's kind of like being in a sports bar, like at 1 in the morning or something. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of laughter and storytelling and a lot of regular guys that come in, and it's just it's really a lot of fun. We do splits. Guys trade, bring in some really nice cards, trade with each other. But we've been doing, like, splits on Saturdays since last century, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's a lot of fun. It's There's usually a really good crowd, and sometimes it really gets loud. Like, somebody might call in, and I can't even hear them. So oh, wow. It's that's, fun. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, it's very cool to see people hanging out, having a good time. All right, so most of the shop owners we ask, you know, you've been around this for a while and all your years of experience. What are some of the biggest hits that you've had pulled out of your store? Oh, geez. I mean, there's so many of them. People get them. There's something every week. I remember uh, Vince Clemente is one of the sponsors of my radio show, Vince from ERC Delivery. And maybe three, four years ago, he pulled one of those LeBron James 10-time autograph booklets out of, uh, what would that have been out of? Was that out of, uh, I don't know if it was exquisite or whatever, but uh, that at the time, I know he didn't keep it. He sold it, and that sold for thousands. I'm not exactly sure it was more than over 4,000. I don't know exactly what it sold for. But he got a lot for that one. As far as just off the top of my head, that one stands out as, a really expensive one, but a lot of times there's, you know, two, three thousand dollar cards that get pulled. You see that fairly often now. Yeah, that's uncommon. very true. Yeah, yeah, it's not uncommon anymore. It's not yeah. uncommon at all, actually. Okay, uh, so let's talk about the Cubs, man. They 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 win the World Series last year. Um, did that affect foot traffic into your stop into your shop there for you, or was it just kind of uh, run of the mill business as usual? You'd probably be surprised, but my two worst months of the year were probably October and November because so many people were spending so much money on tickets, jackets, shirts, you know, all the memorabilia at the at the games and outside the games. I know of two regular customers who took out home equity loans to buy World Series tickets. I mean, you know, whether they were like, hey, it's been my whole life. We're going to the games, and the tickets were going for a fortune. So, but ever since November, business has been great, and the 2017 baseball products have been just flying. I mean, 
you can't hardly even get them. What you get is gone in a couple of days and restocking. Either they've gone up quite a bit or they're gone. So, I mean, I think in addition to the Cubs stuff in it, but with uh, Judge and Bellinger being so hot and there's just a lot of good young players and it's the 2017 baseball has just been crazy good. It has. It's been very phenomenal. We've seen it. We've seen it here with, yeah. the, with the pricing and everything of that. So, we, yeah, we definitely see uh, Brian scratching his head trying to figure out how to price. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bellinger and Judge and everybody. It's else. a daily oh, process for man. him. That that Cubs prospect line almost. It's like a pipeline. You guys got so many uh, guys in the system up there. Uh, does that translate well for you in the shop? You, you, you can't, it does. Yeah, yeah. like uh, I've been selling a lot of the 2015 Bowman Draft Super Jumbos, which I can actually have been able to get at a reasonable price, and and it, that has uh, Ian Happ early stuff in it, mm-hmm. and, and along with Ben and and some other good prospects. But yeah, any of the stuff that any of the products that the good Cub prospects are in, like. Uh, they, I mean, they sell great. You just, it's just a matter of the hard part is trying to restock. <laughs> <laughs> does it, does that stand true for for the White Sox side of things too? I mean, uh, obviously they're not as hot as the Cubs right now, but I mean they've they've they they've got a World Series. You know, Burley just just retired, I believe. So, I mean, do those got kind of guys translate over for you as well? Well, their stuff the last three, four years has been pretty cold, but now that they're doing the rebuild and Mankata should be called up soon. I think mm-hmm. they wanted to wait till after the all-star break, maybe to, because of arbitration rules to hold on to him longer, but he's playing great in the minors and he's got a chance to be really power speed, you know, a really good collectible guy. So I think some of the young guys from the White Sox, when they start coming up, a lot of their stuff will start selling really well. Awesome. Good deal. All right, so you're you obviously you have a love for the hobby and you've been doing this for a long time. So how do you, how do you how do you portray that through your radio show? Like what do you get to what do you get to talk about on your radio show? Um what radio show are you on and and when can people hear it? Kind of give us the, well, the rundown. Okay, it's it, the radio show is called Sports Collecting with Tom Morgan, sponsored by Huggins and Scott Auctions and ERC Delivery. We've, we've been doing it. I did a show for a few years separate from them but uh with huggins and scott and and erc delivery we've been doing it. i think we're in our fourth year now we started out on sunday mornings we did like 10 weeks everybody was happy with it did another year did a couple more years then they said we could have the saturday morning slot we moved to that the start of this year we're on uh saturday morning seven to eight central time and it's on AM 1000 radio in Chicago, and also anywhere you can hear it on the ESPN app, which is nice. But the, the kind of cool part about it, uh, last May, I think it was, they moved us down. We used to be up on the seventh floor, and you never saw anybody. Uh, we're right across from the Chicago Theater on State Street in Chicago, and now they moved us down to the Mazda State Street studio, so people are walking by they see us they can hear us right on the street and waving and taking pictures and everything it, it's really it's it was really took a little while getting used to you can it's easy to get distracted if you're you know posing for a picture and you're in the middle of a of a statement or something but it, but it's fun and vince vince from erc delivery 
is in the studio with me usually, and we joke around a lot. We have a great time. And Bill Huggins, he'll be anywhere in the country. He might be at, he goes to some of the big shows. He's based out of Washington, D.C., so he's never in the studio with us. But he's a great guy. We have, it's just, we have a lot of fun. Yeah, Bill actually owned my local card shop that I went to when I was a kid. So the, okay. the the old House of Cards days back there in Wheaton, Maryland. Yeah, I think they still have that going. I they, think they do. Yeah, they keep along with that. But their their online auction site is really doing great now at HugginsAndScott.com. That's a, it's great info for our show too because they get cool stuff in there. And I've always liked like people bring a lot of stuff in here. A good example yesterday, a guy had this old New York Giants collection of like some great stuff like Mel Ott signed stuff a 1938 New York Giants team signed photo where each guy signed on his picture and he had a in I guess in 1960 I think it was the Giants made a trip to Japan he had a kimono with a Giants logo on it from Japan I mean all kinds of stuff but the stuff people bring in makes great stuff to talk about on the show, and then we talk about things that Huggins and Scott gets in in their auctions and what they might go for, what they're going for. People call wanting to know values of things or if they're worth auctioning. It's really, really, I, I love stuff like that, though, so it's really cool just being able to see it all. That's that's awesome, man. Yeah, that really is awesome. Uh, Paul and I have that same kind of feeling here when we see the stuff come in for Goodwin auctions that, that comes through the Beckett doors first for because uh, you know, we do all the pho- photographing here. So we see pieces, oh. we see all the pieces, right? And we're like, oh, wow, this is this is great. <laughs> and it, it, it never, I don't want to say it gets old because it doesn't, but um, like sometimes you're like, you're ho-hum, oh, that's another Jerry Rice autograph. Okay, yeah, whatever. But then the George Washington autograph walks through the door yeah, or the Ben right. Franklin and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> right. There's certain things that people think are, maybe more valuable than they are, but they're pretty common. And some of it's from, like, Hall of Fame autographs and stuff that are pretty common. They might come in with some things and they're like, ooh, this is good, this is good, and then they have something over here. It's like, well, actually, that's really good. You right, know, where, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's good stuff. All right, so by now, the whole collecting world knows that the, the, the Nationals coming to Chicago. and it's, on, it's a rotational basis. We get that. But what's it like to – what do you think – about having the national back in your backyard this year. I mean, is, is it going to be bigger and better? Do you think, or, or is it just kind of run of the mill now that it's it's on a every two year thing? I think it's going to be huge this year. Actually, just the way things are selling, the way it seems like the the newer products, the the hobbies really picked up. And now it was an off year for basketball, but it's a really good basketball draft. The the upcoming basketball products will be good. Baseball stuff. Football's taken off the last few years. Hockey had a really good rookie class last year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think the Na- I bet the National is going to be packed. I, I think it's going to be really booming. I, th- I, th- I think so, too. I, um, this is our first time at the National. Paul and I uh, have never been to the National together. Uh, I've been to Chicago before. I've been to Rosemont Center. I think it's a, I think it's a great place to host it and everything. There's a lot of stuff going on right there in that little area, but we're looking forward to being there 
uh, being on site with, with the rest of the Beckett team as well. I'm looking forward to seeing your face because I've actually been to the National. Sure. So I can't wait to see what you think when you walk <laughs> in and, and see it it's all. Gonna, try to it's going to be in. great. It's going to be great. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, well, speaking of the National, because that's what we're talking about, um, Tom, are there any other VIP guests or signers this year that you might be looking forward to get or to you know to, to meet or go check out at the National? Uh, you know, I didn't really even – I haven't looked at the list yet, to be honest with you. I, if there's somebody like uh, that I need for my top 50, though, I'd be picking that up for sure. Of course. Probably go on the Sunday, get some stuff graded, and say hi to a few people. But, you know, I'm at the store six days a week, so it's tougher for me, even though it's in the area, to actually get there. One thing where for people that are at the National, I got a, a ton of tickets. It's on Saturday night, July 29th, I have free tickets to the Under Armour All-America baseball game at Wrigley Field. So let's say you're there, you go to the National on Saturday, you're staying downtown Chicago or something, Go, you can. I can give you as many free tickets as you want. You get your run of Wrigley. They've got a great group of players at that game this year. The number one pick, Royce Lewis, number two pick, Hunter Green. I think they have seven or eight first-round picks from this year's MLB draft. And just being able to see Wrigley Field where it's not jam-packed with, you know, Cub fans on a regular game, I, to me, that would be kind of fun. That would be actually really awesome. Where, so where can our listeners come down and get those tickets from you? At your shop, I'm assuming? Yeah, the, the shop is Triple Crown in Naperville. Though my website's tcrowntom.com, so you can get the info to get in touch with me. But just let me know how many tickets you want and... I'll hold them for you and come and pick them up. That's an amazing offer. Thank you very much for that. That's, that's great, guys. I hope you guys take advantage of that because, I mean, he, the, the the first two guys you named, Royce and, and Green, those those are guys you've got to see, right? Oh, I mean, for sure. Yeah. Hey, wait, what are you doing Saturday night? Uh, I think we're doing dinner at Gibson's, but this, oh, might, all right, well, this might take tr- – okay. this, this might trump it. All right. <laughs> Gibson's is a great steakhouse. Chicago Cuts, another good steakhouse downtown Chicago. I think that's, like, fantastic. A lot of good places downtown where you can have some fun. My son used to live in the River North area, so we used to go down there a lot for uh, Saturday night meals and stuff. A lot of good spots in that area. So so you said Gibson's, and, and then what was the other steakhouse you called? Chicago Cut. There's Chicago another Cut. place that's easier to get into, Wildfire in River North, that's good. There's this little old... Like, it's a burger and bar place called the Green Door right on Orleans. That's, uh, I think that's been around there for like 100 years, and it's a pretty cool place. I like going in there once in a while. Awesome. Uh, just a lot of places down there. I mean, you can just Google and re- review things and all kinds of places to go. Great restaurants in Chicago, though. Yeah, I, I've, the, my time that I've spent in Chicago, I, I've loved it. Uh, I did the touristy stuff though, you know. I went to to Harry Carey's and I went to Gibson's and, and that kind of stuff. I'm looking this time to to hit some places that are not on the beaten path, some things that are not on TripAdvisor. Cut is right on the Chicago River. I mean, if you can get a reservation there, that's a cool spot. Awesome, awesome. Oh, there Thank we go. you for that. I hope you guys, you first timers out there to the Windy City, I hope you're listening to that. Now is. I got to ask about the Chicago bean. It's a bean, right? It's a it's a big sculpture out in the middle of some park. Is that <laughs> is is that just like a tourist attraction hell? Does everybody just goes there? Uh, 
you know, I don't know. It's just kind of there. I, I think the people that go by it every all the time don't really even pay much attention okay. to it. <laughs> Remember when there was that giant Marilyn Monroe thing? <laughs> that, sure. I, I, that was there for, I don't know, maybe a few months. That probably got more touristy photos with it, but <laughs> I don't know. You know, people are there hanging around and by the bean, and it just happens to be there. I, I don't know. That's good. Yeah, I get that feeling, man. I grew up right around D.C., man, and after you see the monuments for 113 times, that 115th time just isn't yeah, it's just this not, isn't doing it for you. Yeah, you just, for you. yeah, the wow factor is kind of gone. So. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. All right, man, uh, we, we're up against it. we got to get back to some work here. But before we let you go, please tell us, uh, tell our listeners where they can find you on Twitter, your, your – uh, your store, your website. Tell us all that, please. All right, great. My Twitter ID is tcrowntom, and if I know you're a listener, I always try to follow any listener or real human beings back. If somebody looks like they're selling stuff, I typically don't, but I try to follow every person that listens back, and my website is tcrowntom.com. That has all my store information. It's triple crown trading company in Naperville and the phone number is 630-357-7707. Our radio show is on ESPN AM 1000 radio on Saturday mornings from 7 to 8 a.m. Central Time, and you can also hear it anywhere on the ESPN app. So thanks a lot, guys. This was great. Hey, man, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, just, I know it was short notice. And like I said, I wanted to reach out to you sooner, but I wanted to wait to the Nationals here, but thank you for coming on a short notice. Sure, and hopefully oh, well, we... Have fun at the National. We will, man. Hopefully we can uh, catch up with you maybe sometime over the weekend. Yeah, hopefully. That'd be, that'd be All right. great. All right, thanks. All right, thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. This is Dan from DMN Takeover, and you're listening to Becca Radio. Man, Tom Morgan, if you need him. Cool dude, cool guy, cool guy. A lot, lot of fun having him on. Um, I said there towards the end of the interview that I wanted to reach out to him sooner, but with the national coming up, I thought it would be prudent to wait until you know, Chicago was relevant in the co- topic of conversation. Timing's everything. Timing is everything, and we're learning that the hard way. Uh, Panini's learning that the hard way, along with Dak Prescott. That's a that's a that's a topic of conversation for another segment which will happen later after this one actually all right that'll work. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later but uh right now we're gonna do our favorite I, th- I think this is quickly becoming like our favorite segment uh maybe even taking over whatevs but that's the beckett radio mailbag i love mailbag mail call it's gonna be fun mail call mail call okay mail call is what we had you know again in service it was mail call oh i got you yeah so i got everybody you. lined up around the around the drill sergeant and uh Got their mail. Got their mail. Gotcha. All right. Okay. First question out of the bag is, of course, about <laughs> Dak Prescott. So, okay. Um, uh, no comment. Yeah. No comment. <laughs> uh, I'll read it, and we'll get we'll get to it later, though. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Prism Dak auto pin issue? Collectors say BGS said the auto couldn't be authenticated. Well, we know that now. Yes, uh, we do. We've known that for quite a while, actually. We do. <laughs> uh, we're, we're going to get to that in the next seme- segment, as I mentioned. Okay. All right. Next question. As I scroll down here, Kevin St. J. Uh, two questions, actually. He asks, uh, has there been a bump in Jinder Mahal card since he won the WWE Championship belt in May? I don't know. 
I don't think so. I don't think so, though. No, I don't think so. I think um, the WWE is very, very, it's not streaky. You know what I mean? It's not like Aaron Judge, whoom, we all go up and everything. I really think that the player, the, the players, the wrestlers, the, the, the people involved, are they are who they are right from the gate. They're popular. And unless they really have like a huge popularity, if he wins four, five, six of these in a row, then it's possible there'll be a switch. But there's really not a whole lot of up and down when it comes to the wrestling side There of really things. isn't. It, it's pretty steady. Um, he, There might be with him because he was a nobody and now he's a champion. But uh, that's a question that I would need to ask Mr. Bible for you. But I, I think he would probably tend to say the same thing. Yes. All right. Uh, his next question. This is a pretty good one. Um, any preference for an auto or memorabilia card that is released during a player's career versus his, in his retirement? Oh, I would love to have something during the career. During the career? During the career, yeah, absolutely. Because I, th- I feel like after, you know, after their career is over, you know, they're sitting back and, and they, they sign a lot more things, you know, whatever. But I want to get that raw, like when their signature's new, kind of like that rookie year, you know, when they don't know what they're doing when they're signing stuff and it's mm-hmm. kind of all over the place. Or, or it's exactly neat and good penmanship because they want to take their time and, and put a good full signature out there. Um, you know, Freddie Freeman – I think I've talked about this before. Is a great sure. example of that his rookie stuff, man, where he writes his full name out. This is beautiful. You know, now Freddie's all star. You know, star of the Braves. Now we get the FF. You know what I right. mean? He's changed it to that. Right. So I would much rather have had that the early on stuff um, as opposed to something that's that's later on or in, in the retired years. I don't I don't care either way uh, on the auto. Okay, because it's an auto. But memorabilia cards, I would definitely would want something. During a player's after he's retired, I would okay. want something from his playing days. Playing days, okay, I got you. That makes sense. Yeah, and want, yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Like if you're John Riggins, you know, right? You want to, right? Wanna get I want used, that, right? That when he was playing, you know, in the, in the 80s, yeah. and not something that he just wore recently to an event, right? Yeah, I definitely understand what you're talking about there, and I think too, like you know, unfortunately, what, what happened with Stan Musial. Um, you know, his autograph was beautiful when, when, you know, in his early day and his, in his playing days and even right after he retired. But unfortunately, as he got older, I mean, it, it's the really shaky autos and they're hard to make out. And yes, it's still stand usual. Yes, it's still an autograph. But as far as being able to look at it and treat it as a piece of memorabilia, something you're on display, I would much rather have something early on. Yeah, I got it. I got you all there with you there. What is the, what are, what is the fat packs in SCC show bucket list? Do you have a bucket list for the show? At the oh, show? Yeah. Man, uh, bucket, man, my bucket list can't be a reality, though, unfortunately. Okay. Because I'd love to be able to get around and actually do some some shopping. Of course you can. You can but, do that. But I don't know how much shopping I want to be able to do, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. But bucket list-wise, man, I want to I wanna do like 50 interviews, man. Yeah. You know, we did 20-some or 30-some at the at the, um, the industry summit. Sure. I want to double that here, man. I just want to I want to meet people and uh, – Let's talk to everybody, man. I'm looking forward to that part of it. Well, let me t- let me let me give you some good news then. Okay, it's going to actually help your bucket list. Okay. <laughs> uh, yesterday, I ordered a new wireless microphone. So Sweet. Now we have two wireless microphones. Nice. So, who's to say you can't get out on the floor and do some interviews and shop? Air quotes. <laughs> yes. There you I go, like man. There, like that's uh, that's I like real- Eric, man. Always thinking ahead. Real easy. Also, we're gonna have the the Beckett Radio B team in the house too. Uh, both both David Wright and Stephen LaRoche will be there. Both are capable of uh, sitting down and and hosting or you know contributing to interviews. So you know 
if one of them's doing that and you're out on the floor, yeah, yeah, it happens. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it so. does. It does. Really happy to have David in the house there. Uh, typically, this would be his week on the show for the set, the set of the month, day, week, year. But I know he's going to be uh, in in Chicago with us. And are we busting that ninety one tops in Chicago? I don't know, man. Maybe he and like last time when we did this in Toronto, he just went out and found something and. Uh, Looking we, forward to that. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Looking forward to that. Then we chewed some old gum. Ugh. Yeah, that, that, I'm not looking forward to that. Uh, I think this is one we can take during uh, during this segment here. What can companies like Panini and Tops do to prevent situations uh, with the DAC auto pin fiasco? Uh, I think we can address this here pretty confidently. And I think the I think on my end on the answer is uh, well, I know that is the supervisor. The supervised signings, they got to mm-hmm. be more down. They got to be more real about that. You know? Yeah, I think so. I mean, think about it. Like, I just um, just sold my house in, in Maryland, you know, and I had all this paperwork I had to sign. And what did I have to do? I had to take it to a notary at a bank, and they had to witness me and my wife signing this for, you know, to, to sign off on our house or whatever. So, you know, to send players stacks and stacks of cards or stacks and stacks of stickers and have them sit and, and, and have this facade that they're going to sit down one evening and sign all these things and then actually put them back in the envelope and actually send them back to you. That's a lot of trust and a lot of risk both ways Sure. on, on that. And um, I do think there just needs to be a new system or, or something better. So there's, there's got to be a better way, I w- in my opinion. There's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way to where there's some more accountability towards it. On both ends. On the players' ends. Absolutely. And, absolutely. And on the company side. Yeah, because responsibility weighs equal on both. Right. You know, because there's a contract. So the contract states certain things, and they mm-hmm. both have to abide by that. Um, but there's so much, there's so many things that can go wrong with that. Yeah, there's, there, there are a lot of things that can go wrong. Uh, back to the national. Okay. And kind of following up to our last question, it's it maybe a part two of it. Uh, I know you will be working most of the time, but when you get away from the table, what will you be looking for on the show floor? Redskin cards for you? No, Ooh, man. John Cleo? Well, <laughs> arena football. <laughs> arena man. football. I'm totally seeking after the stuff I don't have. Okay. Totally, man. There's there's a, definitely a few I'm chasing, and um, I'll definitely be looking for that. I'll be looking for Garbage Pail Kids. I love me some Garbage Pail okay. Kids, man, some of the original stuff. Uh, so I'll probably be going after that. I was looking for a few uh, actual wax boxes of that. Um, sealed stuff from from back in the day. So Sweet. those are probably two things that I'll be I'll be hunting after. Um, remember at the national before I was able to find a couple things that I needed, and um, yeah, I'll be looking forward to, to to hunting that down. There's there's only one thing on my bucket list really, and then it all ties back into this question is too. Um, the only thing I really want is a Mike Tyson autograph. That's, really? Yeah, that's it. Really? Okay. Um, I know that that's and they're, re- they're reasonable. They're reasonable. Yeah, very it's reasonable. Att- it's attainable there. Yeah. So, um, you know, now you're thinking like, uh, like a, a, a picture, like the Mike Tyson's punch out, like a, a another I'd, picture of him, a glove. What are you thinking? I'd love to do that. I'd love to do the punch out. Um, our, our good friend, Jason Crosby has offered to do up a couple of sketches for us. Ah, and, uh, in, in the vein of the, uh, the punch out card. Nice. So I'm, I'm thinking about taking him up on that. I, the, my only problem is, is I don't know when. I could get away to have Tyson sign. I would yeah. probably have to send somebody over there with the money and and things like that. We'll figure that out. Yeah, we'll figure that. We'll out. know some people there. <laughs> um, other, otherwise, what's on the what's on the floor? Uh, I don't I don't know, man. I, we we have this conversation a lot. I'm not really a I'm not a collector. I don't really care about collecting stuff. I, I'm a flipper, so 
Um, if I see something of cards, people of, of cards, of cards. Yeah. <laughs> and hamburgers <laughs> and hamburgers. There you go. Um, if I see something on the floor that you know that catches my eye, that I could you know try to flip, I guess I, I guess I would take a look at that. I am interested in, though in getting in over to the TriStar booth and going through their discount table because uh, you can get some nice finds in there. Uh, while I'm not a collector of cards or, or things like that, autographs would I'm getting into like eight by tens and sixteen by twenties and stuff like that. So there you go. Um, Going to be looking for that kind of stuff. Okay, good question here coming up. I'm, I'm excited about this one. Okay, uh, favorite athlete who does not have a trading card. Favorite athlete yeah. that does not have a trading card. That's a hard one, isn't it? Because yeah. almost everybody has trading. Yeah, I was going to say they make trading cards for for everything yeah. and every cartoon. I mean, they make it for everything. Um, this is from Oz Sports Fan uh, down there in Australia. He says his is Brandon Williams from the Ravens. Oh, okay. 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 Um, gosh, man, this is a stumper. I'm not going to lie. Um, I was going through some of my arena guys, but they all have a card, card at least zone. one card, yeah. um, or some team issue stuff, some of the guys. Um, what do you got? Do you have one? Do I have a favorite athlete that doesn't have a card? I don't know that I do. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm again, there. I'm, I'm like, if you have a favorite athlete and you're over 24, you should probably read prior towards your life, you know, just get some <laughs> things straight in your life. Um <laughs> I don't really have I don't I don't have one. Uh I think it would be cool to see Go ahead. Okay. So I don't know if you'd consider this an athlete, but I would love to have a card of do you remember the eight bit Nintendo? Sure. The the fat guy. He yeah. the fat guy. They had the three different levels yeah. or whatever, the uh-huh. fat guy that played baseball. Uh-huh. I want his card. He played hockey too. He played hockey <laughs> he too. I want guy. that guy. <laughs> That's the guy, man. Maybe He's my inspiration for being a fat pack today. There you go. So I want his card. Uh, what was it? Did he have? He didn't have a name, did he? I don't know that he had the, a name. The digital fat guy. But he, he probably did. He might have. He, he probably. You know who would know that? Down the street from us, probably about 25 miles, is a place called Frisco, Texas. Okay. And they have the National Video Game Museum there. Boom. I bet they would know. They would know. <laughs> that. That, but I don't know if you consider him an athlete because he didn't move real fast. But no. I guess, he, but he could hit the ball though. He really could. And he could. He could. God. Good slap shot. You're gonna put me on the. On the I want. Ooh, I want that kangaroo that that guy punched last year. And he was looking at him like, uh. you know, they have a kangaroo card. They the, do have kangaroo. They came out in that yeah. that uh, J J Jayco set, Joko Joko set. Okay, there's a Joko set where he there's a boxing set, and they actually made a kangaroo. I don't remember which one, but there is a an actual kangaroo card with some boxing gloves on. It's kind of scary looking. There you go. I don't. So, I don't know. I don't know that I have a, an athlete. That's a great question, my that friend. Is tough. I mean, you really have to think. If you're thinking football, you have to think lineman. You know, not every lineman yeah. has the one. So if you had a favorite lineman or a favorite kicker, Tony Casillas, he's got cards, man. He does he? Yeah, ninety ninety three, I think. <sighs> yeah. See, there you go. Do you, all right, I'm going to ask you a question on the on the air here because I just don't know. Is blatant Redskin fan? Is that Chris Genovese? I can't say. On Twitter? I don't Do you know. know? No. I don't know. The, the mannerisms, like, they seem the same. Ah, I see. <laughs> so I, I'm not, I don't know if it's the same person or not, but he seems to think that I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. And he's always hitting me with, you know, hashtag HTTR and all that kind of stuff, which is great. Right. Let me, let me squash this right now. You are a cowboy fan. I am not a cowboy fan. You were sure a cowboy fan last year. It, when it was fun to help, when it was fun to make fun of all of you, I was a cowboy fan. I don't care about the sports. It's, it's not, it's not anything that I care about. But uh, if it helps me uh, razz people in the office, I'll be anything. That's why I'm a Blue Jays fan. When they play the Rangers, <laughs> Jesus, 
Joey Bats. Uh, Joey Bats. Uh, I don't. I don't know the answer to this question, man. That was a good question. Uh, you stumped the both of us, but uh, Paul came through with the hockey slash fat baseball player from Nintendo <laughs> bit. Um, I'm gonna look that up right now. Beckett Radio Mailbag. What could be changed in the industry in regards to autos and relics? Well, you can get a, you can get away from the plain white swatches. It's kind of pointless. It it really is. The relics it, are pretty much dead, aren't they? I mean, no, I don't think they're dead. Because I think the patches and the laundry tags and the buttons and some of the stuff that they've kind of maneuvered it towards is okay. I think the the plain white swatches is kind of silly. You got this one inch plain white thing. Yeah. Or when they do the jumbo ones, and all of a sudden now you got a one inch by four inch sure white patch. You know, I I think the white patches are irrelevant unless there's some kind of grass stain, blood, rip, tear, something. Um. That would I would definitely try to get away from that um, because it you know it's the same stuff it comes out in the product we look at it you know because we price cards and we're like well that's another eight dollar relic you know what I mean it's just sure the value's not there and I don't know what it's costing these companies to produce those um, but I would I would almost go for like not getting guaranteed hits but that when you got a hit it was a, a multicolor or a patch or something sick you know a logo or something sure um, rather than just you know open up a box of cards and getting a you know, even a, even getting a, a Zeke, you know, white patch card just doesn't make doesn't make a lot of sense. Sure, doesn't make a lot of sense. I, again, that's why I don't collect. I just flip. Just flip. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your ninety nine cents all day. And uh, <laughs> for the autograph thing, man, you know, people are really hung up on the sticker thing. You know, they don't like the stickers. They want everything on card. I guess it's just not as easy as as it seems to get everybody to sign on card. So I guess that's why the stickers come in handy. Um, you know and. The stickers are good and bad. I mean, there's lots of opinions on it. I mean, right now, you know, I know that that certain companies have some some Carrie Fisher stickers that are signed, mm-hmm. and the cool maybe I think it's kind of cool that they can now create some cards with these stickers that they wouldn't have been able to create um, otherwise with her sure. being with her being gone. So um, I guess it has its place in the hobby and the place in, in creating cards. Um, but I think most people like that on card feel. They like the fact that the player touched, touched that card. Um, you know, obviously they're a lot harder to grade, right? You know, the, the gradings are a little bit harder on because you got a player who's touched the car, who's put their fingerprints on it, who may not handle cards quite like a person, a normal, you know, a normal collector would. They sure. don't necessarily know the value and know how to do that. Um, so that makes it a little bit tougher to grade uh, as opposed to the stickers where they're just printed and the stickers applied. Most of those can grade a lot, a lot better. So um, I don't know. Wow. Internet just took a Took a took a nose dive. Yeah, took a nose nice. dive. Nice. So Beckett mailbag's closed. No, it's not closed. Um, okay. Next question. All right. If you found out that your your PC player used auto pin to sign cards, how would you feel about your collection after that? <sighs> Cheated. Cheated. I would. Um, you know, I know it was. I know it's a real popular thing with with senators and, and presidents and celebrities and stuff, but. You know, you kind of know that going in um, w- when you buy that kind of stuff and you seek after that kind of that, that kind of memorabilia. You know, when you go after um, a card that's in a pack or a redemption card or something like that, like that's the farthest thought from your mind. Sure. You know what I mean? I think that's what almost separates some of that, um, you know, Hollywood stuff that you collect and the senators and stuff like that, the political stuff. I think that's what separates us because there's a there's a contract, there's an agreement, and they're they're going to have a real autograph on there, whether it's a sticker or on card. At least you know it's going to be a real autograph. And I think, you know, something like that. I think I would feel feel cheated. Of course, of course, I think I would too. Um, 
obviously this guy, what this guy is getting at is is the Dak thing, but let's let's think bigger than that. Let's think just athletes, athletes in general. Okay, um, I, it's a it's a hard thing to say, but and I don't want to get completely into it right now. But you know, Dak looks bad in this situation. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. so let's say if this was Roger Staubach, okay. squeaky clean Roger Staubach, and you found that he had an auto pinned autograph and and it was prevalent in your collection, yeah, I would feel really really cheated. But Roger Staubach's persona takes a huge hit too, right? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. It's almost like um. I don't want to compare it to the steroid thing, but you know, you have these athletes and all of a sudden it comes out, they use steroids. So then what do you do with their 400 home runs or their 300 touchdowns or whatever? Right, like, right. was it real? Was it not real? You know, obviously if they're willing to do this, then what else are they willing to, to do? Or what else have they done? And you look at, you look at our government. They use auto pin stuff all the time, all the time, man. When, even when my grandmother passed away, we found all kinds of documents. She worked on the uh, national committee down there. Uh, the Democrat National Committee for a few years, and uh, she was in the... Wait, your grandmother was a Democrat? She was. Okay. She was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I lived in Maryland. But um, the, she worked on the committee down there, and she had all these, when she passed away, we found all these documents signed by JFK and all these other presidents and dignitaries and stuff like that. Every last one of them, man, we took them to get things or whatever. It says, you know, to her, blah, 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 auto pin, auto pin, auto pin, almost every single one of them. And that was... You're talking about that was in the you know late 50s and 60s they were using auto pins, um, but again that's a common practice for for those kind of people for the athletes it's really not yeah. a common practice you know that's why there's the contracts and that's why you have that sense of that you know what you're getting when you open that pack or you send off for that redemption right um, I've never seen like this was the fastest I've ever seen anything happen almost. Um, Steve Grad was brought a pitcher at uh, the, the Toronto show. It was a Richard Simmons pitcher. He took three seconds to look at it and goes, "Secretary," and handed it back to him. <laughs> <laughs> it hap- I guess the auto pin thing happens a lot, you know. So yeah, it, it's. It, am I surprised it's made its way into into collecting? Not at all. No, not no, at no. I mean, go back and look at the the '91 Pro Line stuff that had the autographs on the back. Yeah. Paul Tagliabue, Tagliabue, auto, auto pin. And right. it's got the seal of authenticity on it, too. Yep. Oh, man. Back yep. then, though, you know, that back then they, were, they weren't grading these things. They really weren't authenticating them so they could, could kind Get of do whatever. It. But yeah. now, man, everything's graded. Everything's authenticated. Everybody wants to, to know what they have. Okay. Uh, last question here in the mailbag. What is the easiest way, either at the national or at a show, to meet the fat packs? I answered this. Okay. You answered it. And this is, I, I was being selfish. I'm going to tell you right now I was being selfish. I'm okay. So, I'm sorry. I hope that our friendship is not in question any, after this. Okay. Um, I said, bring donuts and come to the office. That's, the, <laughs> <laughs> we will let you right in. You That's don't even true. have, you don't even have to answer the three questions. We'll let you in. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Just show up with donuts, man. <laughs> That's funny. No, that's that's definitely one way. I mean, you got to figure, you know, even at the national, the fat packs will stand out on some level. Yeah. So you should be able to see us um, where the lights are a little dimmer or the eclipse is happening. That's uh, that's where we're at. In all honesty, um, it's not, if you want to meet us, just come over. <laughs> I mean, <Yeah. laughs> you know, I, I, I this happens a lot, and Paul can attest to it too. 
there will be people, uh, you know, who come here to drop off grading orders or whatever, and one of us will be walking through the kitchen area, which is adjacent to the to the drop off area, and they'll see us and they'll say, "Hey, fat packs," and you know, and then you know, then we spend the next twenty minutes talking to talking to the, yeah. Yeah, talking to people. <laughs> so um, it's not it's not hard. I mean, like, just honestly, Paul and I, this this thing that we do here, it's fun for us, and we we get a lot of. Uh, you get a lot of kicks out of it, but we're not those people, man. If you want to say hello, just Dude, say hello. We're the most approachable people yeah, there are, man. You really are. And if you got, if you have food in your vicinity, you you have you know, like buffet coupons or something like that. That'll help you even more. I mean, <laughs> we'll you might get that autograph. Yeah, that you, you might, might want exactly. Bring it. You know what? Somebody bring us a buffet coupon to sign at the, at the <laughs> national. I will do that. Yes, <laughs> that would be the greatest thing ever. Uh, For sure, I might even like need a copy for myself so i can frame it that that would be so awesome (laughs) all right uh that's it for the beckett radio mailbag Uh, there are other questions there but we're going to get into them uh here in beckett whatever's coming up next as we delve into the whole um dac fiasco uh and we're going to do it responsibly i know that we joke around and kid a lot but we're going to do this responsibly and uh try to do our best to serve the hobby and still have fun fat pack style. So you guys hang tight. We'll be right back. This is Jason with Baseball Collectors Daily, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. It's a hot one. All right, guys, fat packs court is now in session. We're going to go ahead and litigate over this uh, issue. (laughs) I guess it's fair to call it an issue. Uh, Paul, do you have any opening statements that you care to make? <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want the everybody on the show, if you listen to the show, you know I'm a Redskin fan. So I, this is a very interesting subject for me. Um, I, I have a few opinions on the whole thing, but a lot of people just think they're biased towards the Cowboys. They are not. Uh, it is just a, uh, it's, it just is what it is. Okay. So I'm going to start with that. All right, cool. First, before we get into that, I want to uh, congratulate our five winners of our national tickets uh, that we gave away yesterday on Twitter. It's one of those, there was a pop-up giveaway. You know how these stores do pop-up stores, you know, pop-up restaurants or whatever? Yep. It was a pop-up giveaway. Hey, I got I got tickets to give away. Pick five winners. Uh, and it was real easy. Hey, are you going to be in town? Do you want to go? It was that go. simple. That was simple. So uh, I gave away, gave away these uh, tickets, and I want to congratulate everybody who won those. Um Please stop by the booth and say hello. When, Absolutely, when you get there. I want I want to meet you. Paul wants to meet you. We'll take pictures. Uh, bring us that uh, that buffet coupon. We'll sign that for you. Eric will kiss babies. I, mean, I don't kiss babies. I, man, I don't know if the mono will be cleared up by then <laughs> or not. But uh, we'll try. We'll try. You know, we'll, we'll get that going for you guys. All right. Uh, let's be let's be sensitive towards the subject. As much as I don't really care to be <laughs> but we have to treat it res- with respect there's a lot of stuff going on here that's uh that's going on behind the scenes and it would be irresponsible of us paul and eric to talk about this situation in a matter of fact style when we we the facts have not been revealed is that is that fair Correct. that's fair is that fair um so this is something that i i guess broke on the f- Friday, last Friday? I think it was last Friday. Oh, it was um, on blowout forms? It, yeah, it started hitting the blowout forms last Friday. Okay. Um, as far as the, you know, the questioning, the authenticity of the of the autos. Of the autos. Yeah. Um, 
So here are the facts so far as we have them. Um, we we received some some cards. We did for grading. Yes, and they got kicked they because they, the the autographs were on question. Yes, they were. So then that started a little bit of everything. I want to give kudos to whoever it was that submitted those cards because we haven't heard a word from that guy. <laughs> no, no. And I, won't, I, I know who it was, and I won't say anything. Um, I won't call him out. But, yeah, kudos to you for, uh, for not being the whistleblower in this situation. To, to, yeah. It, it could have made the situation ten times worse. Yeah, it really could have made the situation ten times worse. Um, also, snitches get stitches. So I've heard that, I heard that <laughs> once or twice. I don't know why I said that like we're in the hood or something. <laughs> we're just going <laughs> to, but no. Um, so kudos to him for keeping his mouth shut, uh, whoever you are, and uh, doing that properly. Uh, grad says, and Grad, this was an interview with uh, Steve, uh, Darren Ravel of ESPN. Uh, grad is quoted many times throughout it. And long story short, it was, you know, this doesn't look right. This doesn't feel right. And, you know, he, he kicked him. He did. So, going into a holiday weekend, which is horrible timing. Uh, you said it earlier. Timing is everything. It is. It is everything. <laughs> uh, going into a holiday weekend, we have one of the one of the two biggest rookies of, of you know the last decade. Yeah, that's fair. Who may or may not have faked autographs? Yes. Uh, there are questions about the legitimacy of this industry just in general. And this is something that didn't help. No, does not help. It does not help at all. Okay. So weekend passes. It's a, it's a four day, five day weekend for most for people. Some, yeah. You know? Yeah. And the story gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Monday comes and there's a, there's a, another podcast out there that with the story, they're talking about it. Uh, we come back on Wednesday, and it's on ESPN. It's on uh, USA Today. It's Ble- on Bleacher Report. Bleacher Report. Um, SB Nation has yeah, something. It's everywhere. It is. Um, Blowout forums. Obviously, yeah. it continues to gain speed. Right. I think it's up to a couple hundred pages of just comments and yeah, that's crazy. Whatnot. Yeah. Um, all that's there. And here's the thing. We kept quiet on like Beckett as a company kept quiet on it until yesterday when uh, Mr. Cracknell posted a. a an article about it and then this morning Paul and I were actually still up in the air whether we wanted to even mention it I think but I think um, I think we have a, a duty to at least bring it up but it's, we also have the, the the common sense to do it in a responsible manner so um, here are my thoughts I don't care okay Paul you go <laughs> alright alright <laughs> that that's a deep Eric. that's deep that's deep you know, it's just a, it's just an unfortunate situation. You know, there, we again, we don't know all the details. We only know what what's been reported from, from our, our own guy Ryan Cracknell, from what Steve Grad has said, and from from the few things that ESPN has put out. Um, I know there's going to be more reports. There's going to be more findings. There's going to be more everything uh, on both sides. Um, you know, it looks like there was an auto pen used at some point uh, to make these autographs. Everybody is is quick to to yell and scream, "Hey, Dak, 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 yeah. Dak!" Um, at the same time, you know, other situations have happened in the past or certain things where the agents have done it, you know, and I'm not, I'm not blowing up his agent. I'm just saying agents, parents, cousins, relatives, there's other people that sometimes get involved in these things. So we don't know for sure 
who, what, when, where, and why this all happened. Ken Griffey Jr. famously had his wife or girlfriend sign autographs for him. Right. Like, like out in the public. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we know that that kind of stuff takes place. So, you know, everybody, you know, we don't know how it all went down. Yeah. And that's why I want to, I want to like pull back from just going full bore on this because we, we don't know all the information and God forbid there, and we're not even a news publication or anything like that. Right. Right. We are a media company, but I mean, God forbid there be responsible media and, and, and people holding off until the facts are out. Right. Exactly. Um, we're not Fox news. We're not CNN. Nope. We're not any of those people at all. Or we're the closest all. to the Food Network. Yeah, we're closest <laughs> to the Food Network. <laughs> and if there's, you know, if there's, a, there's, a, there's a possibility for a sponsorship with the Food Network, we would love yeah, to have that happen. Yeah, the Fat Packs would love to be on there, yeah. <laughs> any, any, like, like... Dessert shows yeah, or something? Yeah, dessert shows. Pastries. Cake Boss. Well, Cake Boss for me. I don't want to work for you, but... Um, yeah, you know. No, this is a gluten-free cake. There you go. Let's always come back to cake. Um, yeah, we're not those people, man. And I just think... We have a, a duty to not. I said duty again. I sound like a three year old. Uh, duty, duty, <laughs> number duty. two. Uh, we just, you know, we gotta, we gotta handle this responsibly. I, I do care about this, but um, it's not right now until there's more information out about it. I'm not gonna be the one to jump the gun and and get something wrong here. Right. I, that's just how I feel about it. Yeah. I mean, there's there's so many there's so many breakdowns and so many different things and so many different variables to the whole thing. You know, obviously there's the you know, Panini had a whole bunch of steps through their process. Sure. You know, DAC has a whole bunch of steps through their process. There's a QC process. There's a, you know, the redemption process. There's the sending it out. I mean, there's so many different things that have happened um, from the sending out to the recalls to the, to just so many different things. Sure. And there's so many people involved, you know, in this situation. Right. You know, you've got um, the, the NFL Players Association, uh, obviously DAC and his team, Panini and their team. You know, I, I don't know if the NFL is involved, but, the, you know, obviously ESPN has been contacted. So it's it's just building and building and building. And eventually, you know, we're going to find out, hey, A, B, C, D, and E happened. Right. This is what happened. This is what went down. And this is how we're going to fix it or, or, or make it right or whatever situation has to happen, you know. There you go. Um, so I think that's 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 what it's going to happen. It, it could happen today. It could be happening right now. We don't know. Right. Um, but I think in the next, you know, whether it's end of this week or early next week, I think there'll be some kind of some light shed on this subject. Um, and, and, and we'll go on. We'll move on. And uh, I think the hobby will, will get past whatever this is and, and, and still be as strong as it is. You said it earlier before off air, but man right before the national this is not like this is not the best thing to happen yeah it's not you know because obviously you know you don't want to go into the national with any negative publicity um at all you know i mean yeah they say you know publicity is is all good you know whether it's negative or good but yeah you know, i don't know if i believe all of that <laughs> sure. you know um but you know i think i think they'll they'll they'll, they'll figure it out they'll do right they'll, they'll make it happen they'll make it work out so and um you know we'll see okay all that being said that's how we feel about it. Let's find out how you feel about it. <laughs> I don't think there's understanding. <laughs> <laughs> um, these are seriously, these are direct quotes from our Facebook page and our Twitter page. Um, again, you could go to Blowout and read this stuff. It's hundreds of pages long now. <laughs> hundreds of pages long. Um, but, all right, I mean, here's my first one. And it proves that people don't read. I, <laughs> this is the one that I stand. People don't read that, that. That is something I say all the time. Does this include Panini Select Two? I have two cards. One was graded by you guys, 
with an AU grade of 10 and other card has yet to be sent to me. Um, no, you, there, like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's, this is Panini Prism, right? There's four cards in question. Okay. Um, it's the leather versions. Well, there's only five of those. Uh, it's the pink DAC autos. It's the auto duels with DAC and uh, Kenneth Dixon and the auto duels with Devontae Booker. I believe. How does he get on a card with Kenneth Dixon? I don't. I don't know. I forget the the, the tie. I don't know if it was That's was it college. Weird. Maybe I don't know. There's some tie to it, uh, and I believe those are the four that that are really in in question that okay. have, that have been sent out, uh, and that have been actually recalled by Panini. They actually did put a recall in the mail to get some of them sent back to them. That David Shoop. Yes. Shop. Yes. Who um, it was. <laughs> so. Uh, as he was famously called out on back on, <laughs> on blowout forms. That's some dude. I want to tell you right now. Whoever was gangster enough to put his phone number out there. <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> That's yeah, brutal, man. That That's was, brutal. That is bad. But um, so those are the four cards in question. So it's not your selects. It's not your your black, your black golds or any of those other ones. Those are all good um, from what I understand and what I've read. Um, so you shouldn't have any issues with those. Okay. Uh, next question on the same thread. And this is this is the brilliance of collectors. Why is 1989 score football not listed in your price guides? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! It it is listed in one of them. It's not in the other. Completely um, irrelevant it was, to the yeah. situation. It's turned off for space purposes, but yeah, I can I can fix that for him. Uh, oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> I can't I can't I can't read that one. Uh, there's too many curse words in it. <laughs> this is an interesting take here uh, from Talk Sports 16. Um, if they didn't have an exclusive license, this wouldn't be a big issue. I disagree with that. Oh no, yeah, that's I definitely disagree with that. I mean, because it doesn't matter if, if Panini and Upper Deck and Tops and Leaf, they were all putting out licensed product. The bottom line is, it has to be. It's licensed. It needs to be authentic. It needs to be genuine. It needs to be what it they say it is. Um, yes, yeah, so I don't think that has anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, as far as, you know, I don't know where he's getting at because there's a monopoly. There's no checks and balances or something like that. Maybe I don't know where he's going with that. Yeah, but, I, don't, I don't fully but understand I don't think that. But I don't think it has anything to do with, uh, you know, whether it was whatever company. doesn't matter what company it was. It just, yeah, I don't think that matters. Uh, here's the next question. Uh, who's to blame Dak Panini, in my opinion, both are. I think this is something that's going to come out that you mentioned earlier. It's going to come out soon. We're going we're gonna to figure out where. We're not weird, but, you know, yeah. the, the industry is going to figure out what, figure, what's yeah, going on. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is a crazy question. Okay. So does this keep, so does keeping one bring up the value or what's the deal? No. Keeping one of the, the, the fake, the ones. fake ones. Why would an, a fake autograph bring up the value of a card? Yeah. I can't say that it would. I mean, I guess as from a novelty standpoint, I mean, I guess if, uh, let's just say, and I, I'm just speculating obviously, but let's say Dak goes on to be the next, you know, Joe, Joe Montana, Tom Brady, that kind of, of, of caliber person. Um, and to a collector, maybe they're looking to get the real one and an auto pin one or something if they do make real ones eventually. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that, that's, that's a stretch. How about that? I'll I leave it at that. That's a stretch um, that somebody would actually want to keep that, have that, that there would be any added value to it. I think that's a little bit of a, a, little bit of a stretch. But, you know. You know, um, it's just no. I mean, it's just no. It's you don't look at it in memorabilia sense. You don't you don't get the the Nolan Ryan facsimile autograph, and 
it's not it's not it's not on that ball, right? It's not a it's not a three hundred dollar autograph at that point. You know, it's a twelve ninety nine. I guess what the person's saying is, you know, with the you know, there's ninety nine. Let's just take the dual one. There's ninety nine of them. So if Panini recalled them, and and, and you know, ninety five of them get returned, and there's four of them that are still out there floating around um, in the world of collecting. Is that a one of four card? I think is what they're getting at. You know, is that is it? Could it be a one of one? Could it be a one of ten? Could it be? Um, I think that's kind of the angle maybe they're taking, but I don't know if a PC person or DAC collector would would want that, or a Cowboy collector would want that card. Um, maybe Kenneth Dixon or Devontae Booker might want it just because they're you know for sure, their autograph, sure. but I don't know. I don't know the there'd be any extra value to that or not. Okay. I got you. All right. Uh, as we're moving on around here, uh, Ivan Ivan from Watch the Breaks chimed in there. was on a fake autograph. Ha, ha, ha. I got you. Uh, <laughs> game News mentioned S-Relics. Witnessed McKinley Autos and Auto Pen Prescott all add up to no more exclusive contracts. I don't see how you connect the two there, Village Vintage Toys. Um, no, again, I, 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 again I, I, this is, it doesn't make any sense, yeah. you know, because whether, you know, it, it, it's – you know, Panini had you know has has had these unfortunate things just happen to them, right? And you know, and Tops would have this. You know what I mean? Like I don't see where, you know, if Tops was putting out football cards, it would have happened. I mean, I don't I don't think that unless they're just implying that Panini is lazy or or sure. not taking it seriously because they have the exclusive. But I can tell you right now, I, I don't. I think that's false. You know, I think Panini is a is a is a reputable company, and I think they do take things seriously. And I think that. There's no way that they would want to be in these situations, you know, on purpose, sure. you know, without. Um, yeah, I don't think the competition would make a difference. I don't think so either. Um, again, this is only the prism cards in question. It's not none of the other cards. Um, this guy says, "Sad for for those who wasted money to get DAC autos. I wish the entire hobby would go old school and not include autos and relics in the products." That's, I mean, okay, I get it. And, and let's talk about that for a second. Um, it kind of worked in basketball because, you know, with um, Upper Deck having the exclusive to Ben Simmons, sure, um, Panini was able to produce Ben Simmons rookie cards, just a base card, you know, different parallels and numbers and whatnot. No jerseys, no autos, no relics, no nothing special. And those cards have done really, really well. Sure. So who's to say that, you know, you can't bring back a base card like that and uh, and have it be relevant without well, having it have to have an autograph or a relic on it or something on it uh, to make it flashy or, or, or meaningful. Um, you know, one of the best cards ever produced was the Ken Griffey Jr. '89 Upper Deck card. Sure, you know what I mean. Right. Great photography, great shot. I mean, it's an iconic card, and there's no there's no autograph, there's no relic on that card. So right. I think that does. I think there is a place for it, and I think we saw it this year with the Ben Simmons cards and them being able to to hold value and hold value when he didn't even play. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't even playing this year. He really wasn't a relevant person. But these cards came out. People liked them. They were collectible. And they went after him. And, and they, they seemed to embrace it. You know, that brings up the point of what we were talking about last week with the how base cards are coming, coming back, back right? Yep. Oh, man. Uh, I, I guess. I'm I'm not opposed to it. But with with the way the hobby has been driven the last 17 18 years there's just it, I, I don't see that making a huge comeback it's tough i, I can see your brain yeah. working because we've been programmed right rpa rpa right. rpa i mean everything is rpa 
you know, or everything's autographed a rookie or, you know, patch rookie or whatever. And that's just the way we've been programmed. That's what the, the companies have gone to. And that's what they've kind of told us. But, you know, it's, it's okay to be different. It's okay to, to bring things back. I mean, that's why a lot of these companies do the retro things, you know, where they go back mm-hmm. and they put 1987 wood grain card tops, puts the wood grain cards back in there because people like that kind of stuff. So, you know, everything's secular. And I think it might have a place in the hobby moving forward. Um, yeah, I, I guess revolution works. I guess the mean revolution. Put, put that's, that's, revolution works. You what know. are the autos in that? It's like one, two per case. Yeah, the, the autos are hard to get, um, but the rookie cards, the base rookie cards themselves, do really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, they have some inserts. Um, uh, there's a, a couple different ones. I know the galactic ones are a short printed one um, that do really, really well. Uh, even the inserts in there, they have the the, the downtown inserts. I think they're mm-hmm. called and the. You know, there's a couple of those in type inserts, the kabooms even. You sure, know, they yeah. do they do really well. Um, and now they're flashy to look at, but there's no autograph, there's no relic on there, and I and there's no numbering on them either. Right. You know, they're not even serial numbered, and and it's kind of cool for me. You know, growing up collecting cards, you know, the I never had obviously didn't have any jerseys or autograph cards when I was collecting them, and I thought it was the coolest thing since sliced bread. So it's kind of nostalgic for me to be able to get a hold of a, a card that doesn't have all that numbering and autographs and whatnot on it so i'm all about that base <laughs> i like the base too Paul. <laughs> um so you know what those are the most common questions and concerns there's other stuff here i want to mention this one here uh this guy is com- a complete troll fraud and overrated ha 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 cowgirls can't win a playoff game what the hell does that have to do with this situation <laughs> it doesn't i mean it's a let, let's be honest, folks. It's an unfortunate situation, you know. And now yeah. it, it's going to get uh, national coverage, and it's just something that that the, the NFL doesn't need, the Players Association doesn't need, Dak doesn't need, Panini doesn't need, the hobby itself doesn't need right. um, this kind of stuff happening. You know, and it's, it's very, it's a very unfortunate situation. It is unfortunate, um, and we're going to refrain from making it a big point of it right now. Until we know the facts. So Do we know something? Yeah, hopefully yeah. next week, you know, we'll be able to, to have a little bit more to talk about. I think we'll be talking about it probably at the National. You know, I see this being a topic on a radio show for the next few weeks. Sure. Maybe months as it, as everything gets cleared up and moves on and and uh, football season gets started. So I, uh, I will say this. Recently, people have gone to prison for fraud like this. <laughs> so <laughs> That's true. Um, I'm not saying that's what happened here, but I'm right. just saying – the the whole Masho thing, people yeah. went to prison for that. So, it's, you know, it's real. I mean, it's a real, and it, it's, it's it's unfortunate. So keep they, it real in the streets, son. Right. <laughs> they just they need to get to the to the bottom line to, to get to the bottom of it and and figure out what the breakdown was. Yeah, uh, and they will. And that's I'm done talking about this now. Uh, if you if you want to ha- make any parting comments, your closing comments, sir. Uh, I'm good, man. I'm gonna stick li- a fork in it, team. just like I'm gonna stick a fork in lunch here, real yeah, soon. Yeah, real soon. Real uh, soon. Okay, so. That's that. Let's let's get into now whatevs really, uh, briefly, because there was one question I left off. Okay. On the uh, on the Beckett Radio mailbag, you saved me one. Saved you one. Hit me. And we talked about this last week. Okay. They want this. Oh, I think it was. I think it was actually Spotty Hawk. Let me go make sure that it's Marlin. No. I think not it was Marlin. Marlin. I think it was Marlin. Let me go look. And make sure, but it's a good question. Is Marlon coming to the national? He is coming to the national. Good he, deal, because I didn't get to meet him the other that's day right. when he when he came down here. I was forget what I was doing. I wasn't here in the office or something. So, um, good deal. You you were where were you? No, it was a weekend. 
it was a weekend was thing. Saturday. I was, yeah, I was tired. Yeah, yeah I couldn't. I yeah, couldn't come Saturday. in on that Saturday. Right. Uh, before I get to his question, I want to mention that uh, we are giving away our last tickets for the national. Uh, we have a family four pack of tickets that is going to be given away through Top Shelf Breaks. Perfect. He's got that up and running right now. Go check out Top uh, at Top Shelf Breaks right now for all the details. I retweeted the uh, poster that he built for it. Uh, basically, we have four tickets left, and we're going to give them away through Top Shelf. So go check out all that information to get in and into that. Uh, also, our winners for the for the hockey giveaway okay. for for the bracket challenge, no one claimed them. So those are going back into wow. our. Uh, okay. Those are all four of those cards are going back into our little uh, giveaway shelf, and we'll probably give them away at the national. So boom, there you go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you guys. We gave you like a week and a half, almost two weeks, probably. Um, and, and no one claimed them. So okay, that's right. where they go. That'll work. Uh, all right, last question, and I want to get it right. Because this, this had some uh, feedback on on Twitter itself. Okay. Uh, scrolling. Hey, how's your uh, how's your fantasy baseball team? I have doing? no idea. All right, awesome. <laughs> I look today. I'm in ninth, which I'm good with because I'm not in tenth. I beat Marlon last week, so he's a he's a cellar dweller. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. It was it was Marlon who asked this question. Which will hold more value in 25 years? Charlie Sheen recently sold four million dollar Bambino contract and and ring, or the official Gretzky T206 card. So the the Honus Wagner trimmed Honus Wagner, the one that Gretzky owned. Right. Or the Ruth ring and contract. Go. Easy. Ruth ring and contract. 100% agree with you. Easy. I mean, there's, there's a bunch of different copies of the of the Wagner. There's what, 15 copies? Is that right? I think there might even be a couple more than okay. that. Because um, there's some beat up copies that, yeah. that are just laying out there. But... um. Yeah, easy, man. Easy. I, I, I think there's enough enough of the Wagners to go around to the people that can afford them and the people that would want them. Mm-hmm. And as far as the contract goes, that's just that's a, that's a one-shot thing right there. It man. is a one-shot thing. Uh, they both sold for over $2 million apiece. Yeah. So uh, I think you know these are one of a – the contract, yes, I understand. that it's, That's an amazing piece of history. But there are two of those. You know, yes. there's, there's one yep. for the Boston Red Sox and there's one for the New York Yankees. Right. Uh, the ring, there's there's one. There's, there's one. one that says Babe Ruth on it. Right. That's right. So um, I'm I'm leaning I'm leaning that way too. 100% agree with you. I think that those two will carry more weight. Uh, but Mr. Cracknell, even he he says that the the Wagner will be forever be king. Okay. Well, you know the crazy thing is, is if you ask any just avid baseball fan who Hannes Wagner is, nobody knows who he is. Unfortunately, uh, today's generation. Uh, yeah, no one knows says who they're he is. An yeah, one? okay. They have no idea who he is. If you ask somebody who Babe Ruth is, I don't care if you're three years old or ninety-seven years old. You know Babe Ruth was a was a baseball player, and you know he was a good baseball player. So I think from that perspective, I think that he will remain in the forefront of everybody's mind, and that'll be the that'll be the one that'll prevail. You know, twenty-five years from now, as the yeah. king. I, I I think so too. I think that that that'll be it. Now. Uh, I guess this is our Fourth of July show, kind of, and things took a turn. We we had to do some rescheduling, so we didn't get the the guys on that we wanted to get on. But uh, do I have to sing the national anthem or something? I don't. Or God bless America. Is that like a thing? No. I'd no. say the pledge. And we're gonna play Drake on the way out. That's definitely Canadian. So I don't think. That <laughs> <laughs> I don't, that's awesome. I don't think that that's gonna matter either. But uh, I do want to say, you know, hope you guys had a good Fourth. You had apple pie. Apple, yeah. Did you have apple pie? You can't have apple pie. I can't have apple pie. God, no. man, your life sucks. I just, I'm happy. I don't know what to do, man. 
It's all right. I'm would, happy. I, if I couldn't have apple pie. All right. Let me ask you this. Okay. Top five desserts. Top five desserts? Yeah. Ice cream. Vanilla ice cream. All five? All five. Dude. I can't eat much else. I know. That the sucks. gluten-free mm-hmm. cakes and the gluten-free brownies. You know, my, my wife has made a few things that have been very, very good. But I'm going to tell you right now. 80, she doesn't listen to the show. 80, 90% of that, that stuff just blows chunks, man. It's like eating Elmer's glue. Ugh. It just gums up in your mouth. And you're like, man, I'd rather just not eat it. Okay. So for me, it's ice cream. I was, think, I was thinking about this question the other day. Because okay. 4th of July was on. You know, and I was like, what top five desserts? I think. Peach cobbler is at the top of my list. Peach cobbler? I think peach cobbler is, man. It's so good. Uh, peach cobbler, apple pie. Um, You're not a chocolate dude, are you? I'm not, but there's this cake called Better Than Sex Cake that's pretty good. Oh, okay. Must it's be. It's chocolate. Um, yeah, I mean, better. Yeah. Sex is like, sex is the all-time winner of ever, you know, <laughs> forever. So for a cake to be better than that, that's pretty impressive. Um, key lime pie is on there. Okay. Love key lime pie. Uh and then lemon meringue. I know that's not a big. No, I, I, I've i had some lemon meringue in my days. No, but and, and key lime was actually one of my favorites, too, before I couldn't eat it anymore. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah. there you go. Uh, the, the cobbler and the pie has to be a la mogo. I need that scoop of vanilla. The ice cream. I need that. My big thing when I was a kid was uh, vanilla wafers and ice cream. Vanilla, vanilla wafers ice cream. and ice cream. Vanilla ice cream. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a big yeah. deal, man. To make your own little sandwiches and just go to town, man. There you go. So, that's awesome. But, but then I got this dumb disease. Yeah. Did you have a good fourth, though? I did. Yeah, I did. We did the fireworks on the third, fourth. We just hung out, cooked some steaks, did it upright. We did fireworks on the first. Did you? That's like it's a little too soon. We celebrate weirdly here in Texas, and I don't know if it's because it's 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 because fireworks are legal here, so yeah. people just do their own. They just do whatever they want to do. You know, I mean, we pretty much celebrate every night because every night there was fireworks going off from sure to eleven, twelve o'clock. Well, you live down there in the country where they just. Yeah, you live outside yeah. of city limits. Well, should I, I say do, that? yeah. So, yeah, yeah it, it's a whole different day. You, fireworks in August are not uncommon there. Yeah, no joke, man. And, then, you know, I've never lived in an area where, you know, you go by a warehouse and the warehouse is open 20 days a year. Right. Whatever it is, 10 days around 4th of July and 10 days around New Year's. And right. They, those people literally work 20, 25 days a year and make more money than I'll ever see. Yeah, that's so, crazy. It's yeah, absolutely crazy. It is. All right, so uh, that's that. That's that for this show. Before we get out of here, though, I do want to mention that our stuff has to be packed up and shipped on the seventeenth. That means we have one more show between now and the national before you hear our sultry voices again. So, um, I guess, so that'll be next week. Next week, and then we pack up, and the next time you hear us, we'll be live from the national on Go GTS's show. Perfect. Looking uh, forward to that. Man. Two o'clock on that Thursday. Paul and I will be there. Hope you guys are tuning into that. Uh, we can't wait for it. We can't wait to see you guys and meet you guys and, and just come over again. Come over, say hello. Bring that buffet coupon. Uh, help me out, man. Because I might get stuck there. Bring a hot dog. A hot dog? I'm calling it out. Bring man, a hot dog. Here's the thing the hot dog there at the Rosemont Center are, are delicious. They're are really they good? good. But it's like getting tuna fish at an airport. They're like $15, man. Yeah. So. <laughs> You know, yeah. I'm not saying you don't have to bring us a hot dog, but if you did, you, you might get a fat pack shirt in return. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Um, there's that. We will have fat pack shirts there for you. Uh, we just we had about 80 of them printed up, something like that. Yeah. And then Paul and I have some special fat pack shirts we that do. are uh, that are going to be a little harder to get. And then we're still working on the details. Of yeah, that. we're still working on. Have, those have details. you said anything about the other item? Which other item? The other thing we have coming. 
to give away? Oh, no, I haven't. Okay. I haven't talked about those at Talk all. Talk about next week. You know, we, we'll um, leave them hanging. Yeah, we'll, we'll spin it out there before you know, Okay. spin it out in oblivion. Okay. Uh, we have those T-shirts to give away. We have uh, some stickers. Ah, some yes, decals. Stickers, yes. uh, so, man, just come by the booth, say hello, and we're gonna be we're gonna say this again next week. But we, we really want to talk to you guys. Want to meet you guys. Here's the other thing. Honestly, Paul and I have not set up a single interview for this show. Not one. Nope. We don't have anybody lined up. Nope. We're really what we're gonna do is just hit the floor running and and try to and get people on as they want to come on. I'm giving you an open invitation right now. If you can hear my voice and you want to come be on the show, come sit down. Yep. Come sit down. Come sit down. That's all you got to do. Come sit down. We'll get you on and we'll talk collecting. And uh, I know that at a show like this, this is probably, you know, supposed to be aimed towards industry guys and everything. And that'll happen. But yeah. this is this is your show. This is the hobby show. We want you guys on it. So we got to have a few fat packers. Yeah. And fat packerettes on. Exactly. We, we are. Gonna, I, that's, I lied. There was a, a lady who won tickets yesterday, and she. I said, "Hey, come, come be on the show." She's like, "Okay, I'll do it." So awesome! Uh, it's not official, like like it hasn't happened, but right, right. She, she she's welcome. We we have our first fat packerette on the show. Nice. There you go. Good deal. There you go. All right, uh, Paul. Any party shots before we get out of here? Nah, man. I'm good right now, man. I'm good. You're good right now. I'm good. All right, so uh, guys, thanks for listening this week. Until next week, just keep listening. Cue the drink. <laughs> <laughs>